When you're deep in a dark dungeon and the cleric's down and dying And you've taken all the potions you had left And you feel like you are doomed because the demon you set loose is coming after you And you can smell its breath Don't ever give up Hello, welcome to the Role Playing Exchange. I'm Adam, and today I'm joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Patrick. And I'm Sean. Glad to have you on board, Sean. I appreciate it. And also glad to finally get to meet you at the, the subject of this particular episode. I'm just liver, apparently. <laughs> Patrick, we've had a old unique new relationship. <laughs> yeah, you're last year, too. It's fine. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> so we're talking about Gen Con. And today we're going to, I'd like to frame this as what not to do at Gen Con. We have somebody here in our midst, Sean, who hasn't made these mistakes yet. So we're going to tell you how not to fuck up and maybe find some truth of how to do everything right at Gen Con. Yes, this will be so, your first uh, your first Gen Con, won't it? It'll be my. It's actually my first real sizable con of any sort. I went to a oh, wow. like a like a little con in uh, Tulsa, <clears throat> Oklahoma, like 15 years ago. And it was one of those like mm-hmm. you know like twenty five hundred people came to it kind of things. So it was not not big or sizable by by most cons. Uh, I'm sorry, it's going to be an adventure. There's a slight culture <laughs> thing there of, you, of the American say to the British person, twenty five hundred people. Like that's not a huge number of people. <laughs> but no, it is. It is like a huge event. That's that's absolutely true. Oh, so yeah. I think a lot of our things not to do would I think kind of revolve around like. Stuff that involves being around humans, especially in large numbers. <laughs> so I got to ask, because this is where I fucked up the first time that I went to Gen Con. Or when are you arriving? Are you arriving Wednesday or are you arriving Thursday, the f- opening day? Yeah, I'm coming in uh, like Wednesday afternoon. Oh, God. You see, you're already ahead of the curve, man. I showed up. <laughs> like walked in a door. Like, in fact, I've said this before two years ago, and I'll say this again. Like, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and stuff like that. So I didn't book the hotel to, nearby. So my wife was driving by and we're really trying to figure out and like what's going on. And then the opening ceremonies, I miss those and all. And we pull up to a stop. Like, no, wait, we couldn't find parking. Like we had a, a room at the JW and I was like, okay, we'll just go over there and park and then go next door. Cause I'm an idiot. I didn't think that the JW parking lot would be full. It will be. And we went to park at the zoo. And my kid, we stopped at the zoo, and my daughter's eyes just light up. And I just kind of more or less threw my wife under the bus, like, you all go to the zoo. I'll meet up with you this evening. <laughs> I, it was a code reception that evening. So, yeah, if you're, get, if you're getting there way in advance, you're, you're ahead of the curve already on this. You say that, but like I said, uh, I, I did, for whatever reason, think that my first time to go to Gen Con, I should run six games. Oh god. So, so there's there is that that I've already done screwed up. So So yeah, that that is going to be a big uh that's going to bite into your time quite a lot, obviously. So six games, that's I think the game slots are what 4 hours. Mhm. Mhm. Okay, so that means of a 4-day con, 24 hours of that is is going to be gaming and I'm not saying like um obviously you, you know, I enjoy running games as well and I enjoy rare markets, so I'm not saying like you're having a bad time in those 24 hours, but it is a, a quarter of the, the convention. Let's be, let's be mm-hmm. rough and say that you are going to have to miss because of your obligations. 
So, um, the, in all honesty, I looked at it like this. It's my first time to go. There's going to be lots and lots of shiny things to spend lots of money on. And mm. I still have to come home to a wife and explain all the crap that I bring home. <laughs> so if I'm busy, I can't buy all the cool shit. I can only buy some of the cool shit. No. <laughs> that's, that's a that's very how puritan that's how the, way to... That's the headcanon that I've got going on to talk myself into the, the choices that I've made. If I hurt myself, I won't sin so much. That's very puritan of you. <laughs> hey, hey, in all honesty, man. It was my first time. I, I just got the podcast off the ground when we went. I went to Gen Con for the first time. I was like, oh, I'm going to record this panel, and I'm going to go to this panel. And I made out a busy-ass itinerary to where it felt like I always had to be somewhere. In fact, like I spent so much, t- so much time being somewhere. I was in a room several times with Patrick, and we never even spoke to each other because we didn't know each other, Patrick. We were like ships. Yeah, you were the, the goblin that was running under the tables with the wires. <laughs> yes, uh, at a few at a few panels, I was at. <laughs> I think I think I saw you. You know, pop your head out, blink at the light, yeah. kiss, and then duck back in. <laughs> I smelt mad flesh, and then I went back into my hole. Yeah, that's <laughs> and you know I don't think it's bad. It's too bad, Sean, to actually give yourself this trial by fire first experience because the next year that i went to gen con i had a pretty open book i think i scheduled three games and recorded two panels and that was still a lot of work but i don't know it just it, you'll approach it the second go around with a I different perspective think one of the first don'ts if we were doing a list of don'ts this time is don't over schedule though because it is so big and it contains multitudes and there's a difference between looking at an events like list on the website or whatever, and then actually yep. being on the floor, moving around, seeing what people are talking about, seeing what people are doing. And so if you have, you know, you don't know what's going to take your interest, what's going to be on that you, you know, maybe you passed over when it was just words on the screen, but now you're seeing it, it looks kind of good. So yeah, don't, I, I would say leave rooms. And that's, I think, what's very handy about the generic system the generic ticket system where you, you, you know, you'll, you'll get some things that are like only buy tickets for sure things. It's a bit late for us all now because we've all bought our, our tickets, but in yeah. 2019, if you're listening, only buy the name tickets for the things you definitely, definitely, definitely want to go to and then buy a handful of generics and then leave good slots in your day because that gives you time to wander around and take in the convention floor and get lost and be in, and for stuff to get cancelled and redirected, and, and you know, for you to lose two hours queuing to buy a hot dog for twenty five dollars. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. The, the eating situation is the uh, the single most horrific thing that I've heard about Gen Con so far. Like nobody has had anything good to say about <laughs> trying to get food. I'm flying in, and I'm going to be arriving on Tuesday evening. And a lot of my Wednesday that isn't isn't will call is going to be like. Find a CVS, run down the snack aisle with my arm outstretched, and live off of that <laughs> for the next four days. Yeah. I figure I, I'm going to bring a duffel bag. I'm bringing a bunch of quick start guides, and I've made some laminated character sheets and stuff for a bunch of other people that are running red markets, too. So I'm going to bring bringing a duffel bag to carry all that stuff, and then I figured I'd probably stuff it full uh, with whatever room there is left in it full of bottled water and some sort of snacks or something because i imagine like like from what i've heard um 
finding some place to eat or finding the time to eat. You got to devote. You got to schedule that in, and I, I did not. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, protein um, bars are your best friend. They are. So because you know, hundreds of thousands of people are descending on the the city center. It's it's going to be a swarm um, anywhere like within close vicinity of the convention center. So like there's a mall that connects to the convention center. That food court's going to be packed. Uh, everywhere that, well, obviously, like, caveat is peak times. Like, there's been times at the convention center when I've wanted something and just, like, found no queue in the convention center eatery. Got it fine. If you just want, like, a bit of pizza to keep you going, and it was fine. But if you if you want, like, to go to a restaurant in the evening to have a, a decent dinner, that's that's going to be a good walk. That's what the, the Fogo de Chao thing is. I think that's, like, a 20-minute walk from the convention center. Yeah, I mean it's it's quick the way the crow flies, as they say. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, navigating the traffic and stuff like that can be a bit of a pain. I'm trying to think of other things that I've really messed up with. So we've kind of went over when you're getting there how to plan, which you know we're a little late in the game on that. Talking about food, or is there anything that you're looking to get autographed by your favorite game designers or anything like that that you're packing around with you? Uh, and honestly, the only thing I'm going to try to do is get uh, Caleb to sign my Red Markets book. That's oh, but that's, <laughs> that's not just thing. a book, sir. Well, the, my Red Markets tome, yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that, and then I realized that meant bringing my my Red Markets book on a plane, and I wasn't willing to pay the baggage expense. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably, well, you'd have to get it back. So you could probably buy another one at that point, or. He he will be selling the hardback. I mean, at the hardback, but the paperback novelizations of Fred Marks. Oh, um, get that autographed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I recently read the because I, I got to talk of it in the um, in the in the backstarter backstarter Kickstarter back awards. <laughs> so I recently, I recently, because my internet was out, I was like, I need to just do something that doesn't require network connectivity. Oh, I'll read. <laughs> I found a web performance over the course of like a, a day. I, I clicked signatures like Pokemon. So I had a lot of, I'm a huge Pelgrane fan, and I, I've, I had a lot of Pelgrane Press games, like, you know, I had Hill Folk, I had, which is slightly larger than other books for some reason. It's got an extra, like, quarter inch, maybe, or more in its height. But anyway, I had that, and a Dracula dossier, and the little Dracula short story, not short, but the redacted Dracula that they released with it. So I'm walking around the convention center with a backpack full of books that I already purchased. And I did not have things planned for when to get back to my hotel. And so I ended up packing around this mammoth, like, you know, I don't know how much it weighed, but it felt like it weighed a ton by the end of the day of books that I couldn't drop off at the hotel room because I was looking for signatures, which I got, thankfully. But at the same time, those books were kind of like... An albatross hanging around my neck of sorts, I guess you could say. It was, uh, I would recommend if you were, <laughs> for those of you at home that are br- thinking about bringing stuff to get signed to kind of space it out a little bit, you're going to be there four days. Yeah, I, I definitely had the series on my first Gen Con. I, I'd, I'd, I'd brought an admittedly not high quality bag, like over like Satchel with me. Um, it was something I'd gotten as a, as a press promo thing when I was doing game reviews. Uh, and and that did break on me just walking down the street in in, in the middle of Indianapolis, uh, and I had to go and buy a new satchel at a vendor, and that one's actually held me up really good. It's got a cool Cthulhu uh, logo on it. Uh, so yeah, definitely consider what you're getting and when. 
like was it Pel- Fantasy Flight and Paizo are definitely like doing the limited run to amp up hype and demand stuff on a lot of their releases. So if you find a yeah a huge line in the dealer hall, it's probably like the Fantasy Flight guys or the Paizo guys to because they say like we're only selling 500 copies of this today. Uh, if you want to get it, you have to get it at all, or you wait two months and, and you get it on Amazon. So like, so like, if you have a shopping list, if your approach to the dealer hall isn't like, I'm going to go and see what there is, as opposed to like, if you have a, a definitive shopping guide, definitely like, I would say that needs a bit of planning because you need to make sure what you're, what you're going to be able to get. If it's something that's being sold on limited release or it's a small label, they might not have the means to restock. And then when you're going to get it, because you don't want to be carrying around a 500 page hardback in your backpack picking it up at 9 a.m. and then not being able to put it down until 5 p.m. That'd be rough. Hey, Sean, I know you have a daughter. Is she four? Yeah. Four. Okay. Well, the reason I mentioned... No, 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 no. Yeah, I was going to no. say. Only a, only a madman would bring his children to Gen Con. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my, my wife took the opportunity of me saying, hey, I'm going uh, to leave you and, and the four-year-old at home, and I'm going to go do this really nerdy thing. My wife is not into the nerd stuff at all. Uh, yeah, and she goes, "Well, that's that's all right. Your your daughter and I will just go to California and have a vacation of our own. So they're going to the beach for a week while I go sit in a room full of a bunch of sweaty nerds. Uh, so I'm not sure who wins on that, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, absence brings fondness to the heart. I was uh, <laughs> thinking." Like, I brought my children the first... Oh, that's another mistake I mentioned before. And it wasn't a mistake, but it, it increased the difficulty. I brought a three-year... A four-year-old and a one-year-old, or maybe she was she was two by that time. Oh, Lord, maybe I, fuck, no. I don't know Why? how much. Why? Because my wife doesn't want to inconvenience anyone watching the children. And, you know, that's cool. And they did their own thing. And there's, like, if you do manage to get your wife to and daughter to go to Gen Con with you sometime... There is a ton of nice little things up in Indianapolis that you could do or they could do if they weren't wanting to do the nerd stuff. Like there's a zoo, which is in walking distance near the JW. There's a canal where you can rent bicycles and little boats and stuff like that, which is really fun. There is a really nice children's museum in Indianapolis that I do recommend. They have... uh, That's the only place in my life I've met a paleontologist. Of course, you know, I don't... (laughs) My line of work, I don't quite run into them often, but there's tons of things like that that you could end up doing. And, you know, I think one of the big mistakes I've made this year with Gen Con, because I'm certainly no rookie by any, no uh, hardened vet by any means, is I didn't really tell my wife about the events that were going on. And she's just been spending the past couple of days just trying to find stuff that her and the girls could do. And we never considered that when we were doing the registration. She's also upset that she didn't sign up for the beginning knife fighting class that they're <laughs> they're offering at Jet Con. That does not bode well for you at home, sir. <laughs> no, no, sir, it doesn't. So you, yeah, that's the sort of thing like she, that she, either both of you take or none of you take because <laughs> it'd be one sided. <laughs> I guess who who can get to their weapon of choice? That's a receipt that's going to turn up in a trial one day. <laughs> This brings up a question for you guys. Okay. As a complete version to the experience here, I sat down after the events list got published 
and went looking for cool shit to go do and see. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you find anything? There is so much crap to dig through. Like, how do you find oh, stuff to go do? Yeah, there's a lot. So there's the website. There is, once you're at the convention center, they will give you this <laughs> booklet, quote-unquote, which is a booklet you could uh, beat a small anim- a mammal to death with. It's it's pretty thick. It might stop a 22. Um, and then, like, when I pick one of those up, because I've, I've got my, my tickets or whatever, but, again, there's stuff that maybe I missed, maybe I didn't search right, and then I'll, I'll go through that and check. And then they'll signpost most... Big stuff, but not the smaller stuff. Um, so a lot of stuff takes place in Lucas Oil. Plenty, plenty of signs of that. Dealer's room signs, plenty of those. Follow the cosplayers if you're looking for the LARP area or the uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. It, it used to be, because they, they've shuffled things around, it used to be if you were looking for something but you maybe you didn't remember the exact room or whatever, you would go to like this hotel because it's where that sort of thing was. Like I have a, I have a seminar... I'm probably going to go to Crown Plaza. I think now that they've brought Lucas Oil in full time, that's all going into Lucas Oil. Mm-hmm. I believe um, you're right. But it is it is probably for the best that like you spend five minutes looking at the map in there, maybe tear it out and keep it with you in your lanyard. Yeah, that was one of the things that I have been told is that basically you get the booklet and if nothing else, you tear the map out and tuck it into your uh, your badge yep. so that you you have hope of of finding your way someday. <laughs> You know, and the thing is, man, it doesn't matter how many times you go. Like, it's easy to get turned around. It's such a massive place. The The event stuff, I haven't figured that out yet, to be honest with you. I I stick, I stick with things that I know. That's why I didn't know there was a knife fighting class. That sounds really cool. I should probably ask my wife how she found it so we can, uh, <laughs> you know, spar next year or something. But I don't know. I, I, for, like, for example, I, I'm playing in a Star Wars game for Edge of the... Empire, I believe is the name of that one. But I just decided to look up Star Wars. If I couldn't type in the name or the publisher and find what I was looking for, it just didn't exist. So I, and that's a mistake on my part, definitely. Somebody can help well, me. Like, I went, Please do so. I went looking for Edge of the Empire games and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, I put in like Star Wars, I put in Edge of the Empire, and there's like 136,000 of them. Like, how do you even decide which one you'd want to do or? Grab one at random, or what's how do you how do you pick one out of the list? I guess I picked them all, and then (laughs) as they as they fill up, you can drop out. Now here's something that you guys will not have to worry about. But whereas I applied for a press pass, I didn't realize that they they separate that stuff. They they separate the press and they separate me, so to speak. I mean, both accounts accounts are attached, so it's not like I you know I I got a free press pass. Thank you, Gen Con. But for some reason, they're partitioned in Gen Con system as different things. So through event registration, I had an early seat. I was like, shit, yeah, I'm going to get the games that I want to get. And then I click on I, I click on the games, and then like they, they, they tell me I got them. And then I search around, and I search around, and I can't find them. And I hit refresh, and it kicks me out of the queue. And I have to go back at the tail end of it. And then the second go around, I finally figured out that all I had to do is click like on a drop-down menu, and then it would actually expand the stuff that I had. I don't know how I managed to get an event last year, but maybe <laughs> it's something new they did. It could be confusing. Yeah, and you can definitely, like, when it comes to games, don't don't expect everyone to be necessarily treating the obligation of a ticket as sacrosanct. 
uh, sacrosanct as you might be as the GM. Like I've I've had con games that I've I've gone to and and sat down and been like, well, see if time to see if we can make this scenario work with two people. We probably can't. And or, or like even the uh, an unknown armies one. I, I signed up for just to learn, get you know learn unknown armies by playing it. Uh, I think the GM didn't show up on that one. <laughs> I actually signed signed up for one of your games, Sean. And then Did you really? Yeah, and then it kicked me out. And then when I hit refresh again, well, I fucked up as I previously stated. And then when I hit refresh again, I'd lost everything. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great!" Like, house is white. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> I get to sit down and run a game, play a game with the man who tried to eat my face off in the last Red Markets game I played. For, you know, it, it was exciting and didn't quite work. <laughs> if you. You know, you're getting there Wednesday. I definitely recommend familiarizing yourself with stuff. Like the panels, like Patrick mentioned, are pretty much all going to be in Lucas Oil Stadium. But, you know, games are in, divided up between several different hotels. And that in, in and of itself, I had a hard time just locating my game. Now, the Gen Con staff, they're super nice and you shouldn't have any problem. They'll help you. Well, I did, I did on purpose leave, uh, four hour blocks. Like I run a game at 8 a.m. And then I, you know, gets done at uh, noon and I've got noon to four open before my four o'clock game. So I've got at least four hours to, to wander and get lost and then refine myself and actually make it to the right place. So I'm hoping that uh, I can at least show up for my own games that I'm scheduled to run. I did. I did at least give myself that much of a pad in the, uh, in the schedule. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you a caffeine addict? Much like myself, sir. Oh, God, yes. I heard Caleb mention this on RPPR's Pre-Gen Con episode, but it's honestly got truth. Uh, you probably want to pack something. I actually am going to go out and I don't even like energy drinks. I'm a coffee guy, but Starbucks is, you're going to spend 45 minutes or an hour in line for Starbucks, or unless you look out and get a, co- a hotel room that provides coffee. You know, you're going to need that fix, definitely. So I'd bring Yeah, there is one of the hotels. Drinks. One of the hotels near a um, near Crown Plaza. It's not Crown Plaza itself. It's the next one over. It has a Starbucks in the lobby, uh, so that, it's not hard to get Starbucks. Uh, it's a decent distance. I've never found it super yeah. packed or crowded. There's, JW has one. Yeah. Yes, the, that, that might be why. Yes, yeah, the one I'm thinking of takes all that heat. Uh, and then obviously uh, Starbucks free Wi-Fi, which is uh, kind of vital. <laughs> So yeah, I definitely pack something. That's that's the only thing that's gonna make it through the day, man. Because, dude, I, I'm a, I'm to the point on my addiction to caffeine that if I don't start out the day with a cup of coffee, then I have a migraine by eleven o'clock kind of deal. So yep, uh, I know exactly what you mean. I am right in the same same boat on that one. I could give up nicotine before I could give up caffeine. I think. <laughs> so you know, I've hydration is definitely important. Stuff like that. If you're if you are fortunate enough to be able to pack a water bottle around. I know over where they do the conference, not conferences, but the God damn it. Lucas will say to them, try to think, what is it? What do we call those things? Seminar. Panels. Is Thank you. Panel? Yeah. yeah. There, there's always water that's constantly being filled up. So you yes. can pretty much walk by and do it. Now over in the gaming areas, I, I don't exactly know. You're going to get behind people that are, I mean, there's always someone who passes out because of the heat. B.O can be a factor definitely if it's as hot as it is right now and you walk outside and stand in line at a food truck or something like that by the way if you are allergic to cigarette smoke i think you should probably hold your breath and 
walk just a good 30 feet out those doors before you inhale <laughs> the first one. That's kind of a corral, if you will. But you know, those are things I would definitely recommend that you carry around some hand sanitizer. Yes. Last year, I came down with the con flu. And Squeeze the Yeah. Squeeze. <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, my, my strategy always seems to be get sick the week before and then fly to the con and just be full of antigens. Because there's this, <laughs> there's this grace period just after you're sick where your system is full of, uh, of antibodies and you're really good at fending off infections. So I've, I've been able to <laughs> nice. fend off con crud, and it's because I tend to get a summer cold the week before Gen Con. I think Daniel's way ahead of us on that. Then we'll hopefully get to interview him mm. a little bit before I post this. Oh yeah. Um, you were sort of talking about how people sort of pass out. It's not just, uh, the heat. It is also exhaustion. It's not uncommon for these, for people, you'll you'll see them like crash out and sleeping like at the side of the the hall, con halls because they've been going for twenty hours straight in that heat as well. Uh, that's, that's probably going to be me. Like I imagine, I'm going to like hit my hotel room door and just pass out on the floor there. <laughs> yeah, because because you know they'll they'll wake up, they'll do events, they'll play games, and then like they'll start hanging out and playing late like casual games uh, and unscheduled stuff well into the night and then like try and get up for a nine o'clock panel having gone to bed at three i'm looking forward to the eight o'clock games that i'm running because i can yeah. only imagine the uh the hangover and lack of sleep gonna make me a wonderful wonderful gm uh every morning <laughs> at eight o'clock in the morning to start <laughs> in a great mood to run red market <laughs> no fuck you yeah, it'll be an appropriate mood right you know exactly <laughs> Mm-hmm. Man, I love this Red Marcus game, but man, the market just hate fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> I may edit that out, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. Don't lie. That's too much work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're you're definitely going to be all work and no play. Did you schedule any games to run this year? Sorry, so play. Damn it, I, I I'm back. I didn't schedule. I didn't end up scheduling anything for me to do as a player. Being my first time to go, and with just the overwhelming amount of, of shit going on, and to see, I figured I'd just basically kind of walk around in my free time and check shit out. And if I get into something, I get into something. But there was, I couldn't, I couldn't pick any anything in my time slots that I had yeah. that I knew was open and free. Every time I'd go look, and I'd be like, "What? What? I don't know." There's like, you know, 375 different things here that I would love to go do, and I couldn't figure on which one to pick. So I just, I left it all open. And if I find something that grabs my fancy, I'll get in the middle of it and otherwise i'll probably be napping <laughs> i imagine <laughs> uh, definitely understandable are you which of the panels are you going to be able to attend uh i am actually not going to make any of them karma got me pretty good on that one all the panels like the 10k panel the any of the red markets panels anything that caleb or rppr is doing um, basically anything that i'm associated with uh is all scheduled at the same time when i got scheduled to run red markets in the igdn room oh no i didn't have any control over when i got scheduled for that so uh i i I lucked out and i don't have to uh, worry about making it to any of those i guess (laughs) but i did i did i I don't know if it's the if it's good or bad but i got the uh the first red markets game to be ran uh the official red markets game to be ran in the idgn room i got lucky enough to be that guy so that's very cool oh Here's something that I'm doing this year for games that I'm playing, but throw it out there for everyone else, too. You may want to show up with uh, mechanical pencils or pencils of some sort. I mean, yeah, you'll probably show up with your dice. I'm 
I'm going up here with my collection, but I always forget or I'll grab the hotel ink pen that's in the room and shit like that. And I've always regretted not like not having a pencil to scribble notes and so forth during these games. So yeah, you'll probably have to play teacher at your Red Marcus games and have a packet number twos. Isn't that just GM standard? Like you, you have a, you have spare pencils and rubbers just in case. You, have, you bring <laughs> spare dice. Sorry, erasers. <laughs> yeah. We call them rubbers over here because they're usually made of rubber. Erasers, your children. What were you saying that you printed off there, Sean? Oh, I printed off uh, the quick start guide. Uh, and got it like spiral bound and, you know, with nice uh, lamination and stuff on the covers. Uh, I've got all the pregens printed out on cardstock and got them laminated because I'm running, you know, with running uh, five full games uh, mm. or con games and everything like that, instead of trying to print off and have, uh, you know, all those copies of everything in just regular paper and it getting all torn up and shuffled around and all that crap, but I figured I'd do cardstock and lamination. So I'm going to have dry erase markers and, you know, I've got the, the negotiation sheets printed out in cardstock and everything like that too. So I'm going to end up carrying around probably. 45 pound backpack full of materials because <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I am over preparing. <laughs> I got to ask you real quick. When Patrick mentioned rubbers, did you all of a sudden start, start thinking about Snoop Dogg's uh, Jen and Juice lyric? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. Did, did that, or am I alone on that? <laughs> I think you're alone on that. I went to the same thing oh. as far as what a rubber is, but uh, I did not <laughs> go straight to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I was pleased to learn that Snoop Dogg practices FSX. Good on him. <laughs> his old boys are not going to make errors under paper no sir <laughs> they're probably rolling papers but he doesn't want to get a sip I digress <laughs> so, God. that sounds like a muppet from sesame street <laughs> stuff off against the sip whistle so the events that I'm actually going to be playing in are very limited uh, this year. I'm hoping just to do the pickup stuff. I got into a really awesome game of Base Raiders last year that Micah ran, and I had a great time. I got to play with Tom Church. This year, I will be playing in a game of Star Wars, uh, you know, Shadows of the Empire. I've listened to actual plays of it. I even went out and bought the proprietary $12 dice, despite the fact that there is an app. Just in preparation of this... <clears throat> And uh, I've got this game scheduled with a friend, uh, Jeff, who records and does stuff with the podcasts here. So it's going to be great. I always try to make time to meet up with him since he lives up in Michigan and I live down in Kentucky. And the other game I got, there was a uh, Delta Green game. I don't know. I just I love Delta Green. I usually try to play games that I'd never played before at Gen Con, but the opening was there. Those are my two games. Everything else is pretty much. 10K panel, I'll be there. I'll be doing the recording, uh, doing the Delta Green panel for RPPR. I will also be recording the Queer Gaming panel for RPPR. So I'll be attending that one. And yeah, mix six, and then it's followed up by RPPR live. So yeah, got a block there. But, you know, two games, handful of panels, and just time to wander around. What about yourself, Patrick? Uh, as you might have intuited from the fact that I was correcting you on the timing, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm attending a lot of the same things because we, we tend to move in the same circles. Weird. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm also going to be involved in uh, the Red Market's 10K Lakes uh, panel, which we took, which is uh, called How to Run a Successful Living Campaign, Red Market's 10K Lakes. Yeah. 
I'll be focusing more on like the, the writing aspect of it because time zones meant I wasn't available to play or run very much, but I, I wrote a bunch of the jobs. Uh, I'll be uh, going to the Red Markets panel, uh, Mix 6, RPPR Live. I'm going to the uh, Postmodern Lovecraftian Horror uh, panel, which I think is run by a couple of the people from the Drunk and Ugly podcasts. Game-wise, I'll be in one of uh, Bridget from RPPR's uh, games. She's running Friday morning. Uh, I'll also be doing my first LARP. There's a Delta Green LARP on the Saturday, and that is my first LARP called Stop. Uh, so I might be jumping in with both feet there, but we'll see. Well, you'll be playing with Aaron from RPPR. I know he's going to be trying to record and film that in some sort, and I think he's also got a role to play. So oh, cool. get to hang that's, out with him. Yeah, that should be cool. Uh, and then there's the, the off-book stuff, like uh, after the, the RPPR meetup. Sean, you might not know this is for your first time. After the RPPR meetup, it's pretty typical to... Um, March through the convention halls behind a banner like some kind of <laughs> dread invading army and then find an open room and like drink gin and play channel A. We just, we just find a, we find a, one of the rooms in like the JW Marriott that's not been used. Uh, that, that like the last event was at seven or whatever. And then we just like set up in there and, and drink in game until they tell us to go. <laughs> I, I do intend to, uh, to make it for that at least. Yes. But the, uh, Everything that I've heard about that so far, uh, I definitely uh, definitely have to make it for that one. Oh, it's great. I mean, you get to meet all these people that we, we see in passing on the group, me, and you know, in different circles we kind of bounce around in. And Brownie was there last year, and I never knew it or spoke to him or anything like that. Kind of like I snubbed Patrick that first year. So maybe Brownie will be the new one now, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, no, I ended up in the game of, um, what was the Cyanide Happiness game called? Three panel oh, choking, God, choking, joking hazard, joking hazard. Oh, okay. Yeah, with, with him, but it was before I knew. I think it might have been before or just as he was joining the group. Me. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know him as Brownie at that point. It wasn't until he said, "Person like, oh, you're that guy, like two to the right of me." Okay, I understand. So we want to open the podcast juice. Sorry. That's all good. It's good audio for the radio. I'm jealous of that sound right there. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Smirnoff Cider. It's not. <laughs> if, they, if only. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to talk about being promiscuous or anything, but I'd be a little whore for their money. I, I'll tell you that right now. I'd, <laughs> so, Smirnoff, if you if you would like one as articulate as myself to be uh, bragging about your product, go right ahead. Yeah, articulate you know, right I, there. Proven, proven the point. I want to go ahead and just throw it out there, too, that any of the listeners uh, – I've been a fan of the 10K stuff that we've done or whatever. Uh, I will be running Red Market the whole con as, as we've already established, but uh, 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. in the IGDN room on Thursday. Uh, so it's all generic ticket stuff, and you know it's with inevitable that people won't show up or whatever. So if there's anybody that's a listener that wants to get in on something, show up, and we'll have a good time, stuff like that. Oh, and then I, I don't remember if you guys knew about it, about it or not, but the uh, the 10K live game that we're doing on Thursday night, I Ooh. somehow decided that that was a good idea to volunteer as the GM for that one. So Thursday night, we're going to do a 10K Lakes uh, Joel's, yeah. Joel's run. So if you're not you doing anything Thursday night. That, is it Weed for Cats? Oh, no, that was not the one that's just been posted, yeah. Weed for Cats. You are... Oh, we're doing the, a toss-up. Uh, Nick's, Nick's doing a Joel's. So. Nice. Man. 
you're like that monk from the Da Vinci Code, just the albino monk that just kept self-flagellating himself with that whip. (laughs) Good for you, sir. I mean, I'm all in, like, you're made of stern stuff, man. I am a glutton for punishment. What can I say? (laughs) And if we do get a chance, we're trying to work with schedules. Uh, If you can fit us in your calendar, we can get this to happen. We would like to record an RPX live episode. So we've talked about it in the past. So. Discussion, would, would it be a discussion it, episode or a gaming episode, do you think? Uh, you know, if somebody's wanting to play a game, we could def. If not, you know, discussion. I honestly just want an excuse to get everybody together in the same room. Like, if we can somehow manage that, that would be just grand. Which, hell, there would probably be a lot of us in the uh, 10K game, as it is, or at least in the room, in the vicinity. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh... I kind of like that because um, I, I like the the quite improv heavy GMing style of like grabbing the map from the con center and trying to use that for something like a Blades in the Dark game or, or a Red Market game. We're just trying to improv something sort of set in the convention center, but it's just an idea. Yeah. At the moment, I don't have anything concrete, but that's the point of improv. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have to try to iron that out in the next. Oh God, dude! I mean, I'm seriously. It's like ten days, and I'm starting to get heart palpitations about yeah, it. Yeah, nine. I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna, oh, like it's getting there. Like as soon as I get there and I get my hotel room and all that, then you know the bills and everything that I rack up at Gen Con, like that's future Adam's problem, right? That's not <laughs> like that's not going to have fun, mess with me there. But it's just getting there, and I know that uh, there has been some like a giant hoe to hell, much like a hellmouth in Buffy the Vampire Slayer underneath Sunnydale has opened up in downtown Indianapolis, I believe. So some of the oh. roads have been shut off. Yeah, one of the intersections is just like decided, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. You can't make me. Uh, are you like within walking distance of the convention center or are you going to have to Uber, Sean? I'm actually staying at the airport, one of the hotels at the airport. I uh, got screwed on the lottery. My uh, my hotel lottery slot was like the next day after it opened, so oh, I did geez. not get to get choice hotel pick. Oh Lord! Like, uh, have you checked to see if the hotel offers shuttle? Some of them do. Yeah, I think that it, I think there is one. Uh, and if nothing else, I figured I'd just I've already got you know uh, an account set up with Lyft, which I think is partnered with Gen Con, so there's supposed to be discounts for using them. So but yes, I, mean, I remember that. Get, get one ride in and be there all day, and then. One ride back out shouldn't be too terrible of a deal, but yeah, this is actually my, my best for for hotels. Usually, because because I'm I'm flying into so my 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 requested time slot is kind of different. Um, that means I kind of get bumped to the back of the queue. Uh, so I, I I last two years just got like something ten miles out of town. That was all that was available on the on the time that I could make my flights work. Uh, this time, Greg from um, Technical Difficulties did really well on the lottery, so. I'm going to be crashing with him. So I'm staying in a hotel by the airport for like one night and then checking into the, the JW Marriott for the rest for like Wednesday to Sunday. Nice. Yep. That's going to be, that's, I think, going to be good. Uh, I think Chris is going to be staying with me. I think we're mm-hmm. going to end up sharing a room. Him and his wife are coming. Yeah. Thursday evening. I think they're getting in. I know he's unfortunately not going to be able to make the red markets 10 K panel, which he ran quite a few of the games. So I was kind of, I was, I was going to stand beside Chris and look pretty. But now I'm gonna have to kind of you know talk to people, so uh, pull your own weight. Fine. Yeah, I, I'm a little guy, so it, it shouldn't be too much weight to pull, I guess. Well, gentlemen, I think unless anyone has anything else to add, I think that's about it. Well, I don't know how helpful this has been, so but I, <laughs> I hope it has. 
Like, so if you don't make the same mistakes as us and our dear friend, Sean, who is going to be bone tired on his vacation. I don't consider it a vacation. If it, that, I did at least, you know, smarten up on that one. I'm taking vacation for this, but it is too much work to be ever actually count as a vacation. <laughs> well, I'm just running out of gas, guys. I'm sorry. No problem. So <laughs> there was uh, we, we didn't think this through. We didn't think this through. <laughs> Case in point for the tagline right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at Gen Con. Bye. Not all fights are won by skill. Some are won by luck. Don't ever give in. You've got to keep on trying till you lose or you win. Cross your fingers, roll the die. Wait with hope for the big 2 Cross your fingers, roll the die. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it roll, let it roll, let it roll.